0: Welcome to another edition of Cocktails with Heather. I am Mike. Sitting across from me is Honey Baked Ham, and that's... I'm still Heather. Yeah, Honey Baked Ham. And evidently
1: me. I wasn't talking to the microphone appropriately, so now it's it's partially at my nose. Yes.
0: It's in your face. Yes. Straight like a porn star dick.
1: Hole. Just a big gray blob right here on my lips. It's
0: black with some gray.
1: Uh, that's a different kind of porn. Yeah. I think the gray is actually the necrophilia.
2: <laughs> that's if a, a
1: different episode.
0: <laughs> if there's a gray... Fucking penis head in front of anybody's face. That's you,
2: you know how I know you smoke weed. How? Oh. Because your lips turning black. Okay, whatever. That's from a movie. I don't get it. It's yeah. from Next Friday. Oh,
1: well, <laughs> I should know that. Yeah, so I you should. Know you that. should be
2: up at least on the first two Fridays. That's true.
1: All right, Michael. What are we talking about tonight?
2: Okay, so uh,
0: going with our with our relationship disasters. Heather found a really cool article called 15 Ways to Identify Bad Leaders. Bad ones. And this also goes with relationship bullshit because in a relationship, I mean, you have to have – you there's a leader and there's not. I pretended but, to be a leader. But it's usually a 50-50 thing. One will take the lead in certain circumstances while the other will just kind of follows along. And that's okay. However, let's just – Well, maybe
1: I should like lube the hole here for you. Yeah, lube the hole, please. I'm gonna lube the hole for you. Um, Please stop. What we're (laughs) that actually sounded like alien stuff from the old show V. Um, Ooh, mouthy. What happened with this is is um, believe it or not, I'm still attempting to finish my education. Uh, Some I have my GED. so shut up out there. But further my education. And I had to do a paper on leadership. And in this, I had to research a few different theories of leadership. And I actually wrote a rant on my personal Facebook page um, in regards to servant leadership, which I ended up making public. Um, Actually, that one wasn't the one I made public. That was a different rant. This rant wasn't public, but it was on servant leadership and what that looks like. And in conjunction with that, I also... Uh, linked an article um, that evidently Michael found intriguing, uh, the fact of uh, essentially a completely polar opposite from servant leadership. You have really bad fucking leaders. Um, And I think there's a lot more of them in the world than we realize. Oh, yeah. Um, And so Mike kind of sparked something in him. So here we are today talking about these leaders and how they can actually um, affect both work, community, and, of course, as you would mentioned, relationships
0: Yeah. based on the fact that... Here's the other There's thing. Always one. It's not black and white, and we'll get into this. So we're going to discuss each one. There's 10 of them. We're going to go through our list of 10. And the first one is going to be leaders who can't see it probably won't find it. No oh, Drum roll. Leaders without vision will fail. Leaders who lack vision cannot inspire teams, motivate performance, or create sustainable value. Poor vision, tunnel vision, vision that is fickle, non-existent, will cause leaders to fail. I find that one suspect and bullshit. And here's the reason why. People that are leaders surround themselves with people that know how to inspire, motivate, and create sustainable value.
1: Unless you get stuck with a team that was not of your choosing.
0: That's true, but you can also mend that.
1: But this isn't just about the team, though. This is leaders who can't see it. So one of the things that stuck out for me on this was vision that is fickle. Um, So this is the person that you're trying to follow, let's say, because I've had quite a lot of bosses in, you know, my time, and I know that you have too, Mike, <laughs> in your various changing of jobs and your collection of hairnets and name tags. Um, and I've had a lot of jobs. It's, uh, I mean, you know, you get that person with like, here's where we're going. We're going with this goal right here, and then so you start achieving that goal, and they go, "No, wait, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this over here." And everybody's just running around blindly, and nothing actually gets done appropriately. It's like the the Ron Swanson. You're like. You're you're half-assing two things instead of whole-assing one thing. Right. That's how I interpret it.
0: Yeah. Um. I used to work for MCI before they were sold to a company called Earthlink, mm-hmm. and I had been there. I don't know how long I've been there. Just a couple of months. When the uh, department leader, I guess if you want to call it team leader, whatever. Uh, basically, he he was the head of the Sacramento office region no office regions different and he 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 had this meeting where he was basically lying to our faces don't worry everything's cool those of you guys that have come on to the you know uh, mci as temps are going to be placed perma- permanently blah 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 and that was um that was given to us like in august or september hey don't worry everything's cool the rumors are just rumors rumors are just rumors don't believe them.
2: Quality control.
0: So we were supposed to go permanent on December 14th as MCI employees. December 14th came. December 14th went. And three days later, I get called up to talk to one of the team leads. His name is Tom. And Tom's like, hey, you know everybody in the center. What's going on? I said, do you want the truth or you just want me to bullshit you? He goes, no, tell me the truth because we're going to fucking find out what's going on. I said, you lied to us. Not you, but the company lied to us. December 14th came and nobody was hired permanently. December 14th went and not a fucking word was said has been said since not anything about being hired permanently, not anything about what's going on with the company, no, you know, the leadership, the the whatever. I'm going to go back in time to a couple, you know, back to August, which was they had the Montaya the, TVs up on there and the guy that had taken over MCI, I personally know um, through my father, and uh, that guy, that guy was a train wreck at the beginning. He has again no vision. We're talking about a guy that uh, his his tenure as a CEO lasted minutes instead of years because he, he he's junk. He's a fucking he's a he's a fucking jerk off, and he just kept jumping from job to job. And these fucking idiots kept hiring him because. Even been CEO of this company and this company and this company. And like, why are they hiring this guy when you know his background? Other than, you know, he, he, he's he got a reputation for being a fuck-all, you know, mm-hmm. know-nothing jerk. And and as soon as they hired him, they closed all the call centers down. And then he took his payout and walked away. Like, really? So <laughs> I can understand, you know, a leader's job is to align an organization around a clear, achievable vision. But again, this stuff is... If you look at it the way it is in black and white, literally, figuratively, good leaders who lack vision can inspire teams if they get the right people. Right. Even if you're given a team, you can make adjustments to that team by bringing in other people. And there are bad good leaders and good good leaders. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Bad, Bad good leaders understand their weaknesses and will do things to adjust. Good, bad leaders is what I meant to say. Good, bad leaders are people that inspire but suck at follow-through, you know, and putting the right people in the right places.
1: Well, <laughs> and I think this actually can equate, if, if you're trying to equate that to relationships as we start looking at leaders and relationships, um, if, if you've got someone who's kind of taking the lead and they don't have the vision for what that future is or what that relationship is right. or anything, that that's where that kind of shit actually ends up kind of falling apart. And then the same thing, like you'd said, you know, if they if they don't understand what they lack and know how to put those people into place. I mean, I'm, I'm the big proponent of, you know, as cool as like this whole fantasy, if you guys haven't gotten it already, this fantasy love bullshit is, where you know, everybody's like fairy tale, whatever. F-
0: Facebook happy.
1: Facebook happy or Instagram happy or whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know, as you really get into that, what it really is is when you get these long-lasting relationships, they're really teams they're they're two people teams essentially mm-hmm. is, is what they're at and so when you have like you said somebody who's who knows their weaknesses you got to grab onto somebody that can make that shit happen right like that's that's how that shit gets done no i'm not <laughs> saying that those people don't get tired but what i'm saying is is that they, you you get the other person that can get shit done and you have to know how to lead that person into those things right. or be the person that understands the other person's weaknesses be the leader in that and know how to bring them through and if you don't have that kind of vision than you are, as it said, you know, the blind leading the blind. It's yeah. just you kind of mull around. And do nothing. Whack it into walls like you're in some sort of dark maze. Like you're in a corn maze. Bumper cars. Bumper cars. In the dark.
2: Yep. Which is always exciting.
1: Naked bumper cars in the dark.
2: You're being quiet. Because I'm listening. Oh, okay.
1: Look at him listening. If I
2: have input, I'll, I'll
0: put it in there. So cute. I'll put it in. Uh, number two. When leaders fail to lead themselves they lack character or integrity, will not endure the test of time. doesn't matter how intelligent, affable, persuasive, or savvy a person is. If they are prone to rationalizing unethical behavior, they will fall prey to their own undoing. Which, yeah, again.
1: So basically they're rationalizing their own unethical behavior?
0: Yeah. Optics over ethics is not a formula for success. It doesn't matter how good you look. If you're a piece of shit, you're still a piece of shit. You
1: can spray paint a piece of shit.
0: Yeah. Can't polish a turd? Yeah. Watch me.
1: That's exactly what that is. I'm, 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 I'm going to paint it
0: gold, that. and then I can polish it. I
1: can't lead, my, I can't lead myself by being like a, a good person and doing my work, so how am I going to lead other people? Do- th- maybe this is the lead by example type thing.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's what I've always been a proponent of, is people that lead by example. <laughs> and look, I mean, we're all guilty of doing it one way or the other um, by jumping in and pretending and this and that. But what it comes down to is that people will jump on your train if you lead by example and And you continually do the things that uh, other people won't do, you know, and that goes again, that goes for relationships when when you see that something's going on, you have to step up and balance that problem or lack of effort all the time and or else you know the relationships just not going to work out it's not going to last
1: or recognize what like you said you know it's it's almost like you have to quote it as um you know, leading yourself or not in, engaging in, you know, the, what it, What does it say over here? Ethics, mm-hmm. optics over ethics. Um, if you don't have those ethics in the relationship yourself, but you're anticipating of your team or your partner, that's where you're going to start having a problem in leadership. It's the do as I say, not as I do type thing.
0: Right. And you, and you can't have that type of leader, uh, do as I say, not as I do, because, again, if he's telling you, and that goes back to the other one, if he's telling you what you know, the when leaders fail to lead themselves. If they're telling you what to do and then they're doing the exact opposite or whatever, then no one's gonna listen to him.
1: I had this boss that hated it like when I called in sick or was like late for any reason or anything, and she was like the absolute worst at showing up like on time or actually staying the whole day or actually staying on task and she would go shopping during like lunch and take long lunch and shit. Like she was the worst for that, but she would ride my ass for stuff. So I just didn't even fuck care. <laughs> so I was like What what are you going to do, rat me out? Like You you do the same thing, so fuck you. So I think there's something to do with that.
0: Well, my favorite is uh, a company that I used to work for recently. Um, There's a gentleman that worked with me, and he was applying for uh, one of the supervisor positions. And what was going on is basically this. Um, The company had closed down a bunch of stores. But before they closed down a bunch of stores, they had told us that we need to cut back on our supervisors because there's, quote, unquote, too many of them up in the front end. And then they closed down a bunch of stores. And as soon as we were able to get rid of some of the supervisors, they hired five more. So they got rid of three supervisors, hired five. So we are two over, right, for no reason whatsoever.
1: So they just want to get rid of those three.
0: I I don't know if they wanted to get rid of those three, but, um, yeah, I I think that's kind of where they were going with that. Um, the One supervisor stepped down and, and had gone on to a different department. Another supervisor got promoted, and the other one had left because they were going to school. So um, that's understandable. Um, that had already been in place, but it just was convenient that all that stuff happened, and then they brought in five five new supervisors. Mm-hmm. Well, the person that was applying for the supervisor position was told that they didn't want to put him in the position because they didn't feel confident enough in his experience. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. A good manager would, I mean, he, he already does all the work anyways as a supervisor. I mean, he's checking schedules. He's doing this. He's helping out. He wasn't doing anything different than I was doing when I was helping out on the front end. But the difference is, is that he, he had stepped up his game and where I was just, like, helping out where it needed to be because he he wanted this position. And they told him, no, you don't have enough experience. He's like, well, how the fuck am I going to get experience if you don't put me in that position so I can do it? I said, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. I'm basically doing the position anyways, you know, and you're not giving me a chance. You're not giving me a shot. Now, I have to say that the person, the, the, the manager of the front end, is a good leader, you know, but he makes bad decisions, and he makes bad decisions based off of what upper management is telling him to do instead of saying, look, we need to give this person a chance. We need to do this. We need to do that. And and there's a whole bunch of other problems that, that company. So it's like trickle-down
1: economics but with shitty leadership.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, and they do shit like, you know, um, managers will come and – like they find out that someone is dating another person, and this literally happened. If somebody's dating another person, they'll wait until one of the people isn't, the person that they like, isn't at work. And then they will go after the person they don't like or they're jealous of or whatever and fire them or move them to another uh, store on purpose. That's bad leadership. Yeah. <laughs> and y- y- you can't, y- y- I don't understand how this company continually. Um, hires people like that knowing that that's a consistent problem. You know, they make bad hiring decisions and put bad people in positions of power. You know, I mean, it's not a lot of power, but what I'm saying is it's supervisory or management positions. Literally uh, six, eight months, let's say last year, last summer, they fired two managers because they were dealing drugs in the store there's a person that was a literally pimping one of she had well it's a she. she had a, a, a bunch of people that she was recruiting to to the store and then making those people become her prostitutes. She was literally a pimp working for the company. It's fucking amazing.
1: That's a great leader.
0: Yeah. That
1: person that person has great leadership qualities right there. Yeah, they're motivating those people right there. I mean, they're talking them into something you don't even really probably want to do and making it seem like it's a really great fucking idea. Yeah. Pimps are great leaders. Yeah. If you really look at it, they're great leaders.
0: Well, uh, I think I wouldn't
1: say they're servant leaders.
0: I think they're good marketers.
1: They're great marketers and, and charismatic. They're a charismatic leader. Um, charismatic. But they also, you don't know, rule with force, which is different. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that's that's also an issue there. But that's... I mean, like... I mean, I guess if you want to equate that to relationships, too, I mean, I guess recruiting somebody to deal your drugs is also a bad way to lead a relationship so that would be bad but yeah I mean it's essentially yeah you've got to you've got to be able to see where you're going and then also yeah yeah I, I mean that t- that makes sense to me as far as a relationship goes as well like you said they have to be able to ration themselves I wouldn't say ration themselves but play themselves out appropriately and be able to be the example I guess in the situation
0: yeah and and that's um the one person that I really looked up to when I was working for this company, he's no longer with the company, but it was, you know, keep your head down, do your job, say your piece when you're asked your piece, you know, point out don't point to people, point out the problem and have a solution. If you don't have a solution, have recommendations, you know. And and he was a person that I I immediately glommed onto because I want people like I want to be around people like that because because of their I mean he he, he didn't have a negative attitude he had a realistic attitude he wasn't mm-hmm. negative wasn't positive he had a good positive attitude but he also had a realistic attitude about things um that were going on at work and he would never he would never talk shit about the company you know uh I mean openly <laughs>
1: In a roundabout way.
0: Yeah, but you know, he would, he would always he, he would talk about the company in a way that you knew that there was problems, but it would be like, this is what's going on, blah, 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 and then you know, you'd have a mutual discussion. And that's a person that need, he didn't ever want to be a manager. He was given opportunities to be supervisors and managers and stuff like that. He goes, but I, I, don't, I never want those because then I would have to give up this. And that's the other problem with this company is in order for you to be able to move up in the company, well, they want you to be quote-unquote flexible. Well, flexible to them means you need to be available to them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can't have a life outside of them. You can't do this outside of them. You can't do that outside of them. Your schedule has to be available to them whenever they need you. And, and their lie to the employees is, is we're going to do this for the customer. No, you're doing this for you. Don't fucking lie to me. You're a multi-billion-dollar corporation. You're lying to your employees and pushing it onto the customer, which is what all companies have been doing since the beginning of time. So fuck off with your with, with your your unethical bullshit. That's exactly what this is, and that's why this company. It, it amazes me that this company has made it this far with its lack of preparation to find good leaders, and the one good leader that they have is dead. And he was the guy, he was the driving force behind this. Are talking about John Wayne? Sam Walton.
1: Oh, (laughs) close enough. Yeah. Close enough.
0: Um, And, you know, you may not agree with everything that he does or did, but he built this corporation, and then when he could no longer run this corporation, he handed it over to his shitbag family, and they they hire bad people. They hire bad CEOs that don't know anything. Oh, well, this CEO came from you know, working in in the stock room uh, or he was a janitor and worked all his way, all the way up to CEO. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. That's a fucking lie. He may have worked for the company for three months and then quit and was going to school, but I swear he didn't fucking work for the company for 40 years and then become CEO magically. It's not how it works. They don't do that.
1: So I looked up these uh, leadership (laughs) theories while you were bitching about your old work and, um, (laughs) I think if I had to put pimps into a category, it would be in the management theory.
2: Right. I think pimp, therefore I am pimp.
1: Yeah. These series based leadership on a system of rewards and punishments. Managerial theories are often used in business. It's pimping's a business. When employees are successful, they are rewarded. When they fail, they are reprimanded or punished.
0: Is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah where's, my, where's my $100? dollars i always
0: be Pimp. Oh. oh, Mr. Jackson's lonely.
1: You've you been, you been up there for an hour. Where's my money?
0: <laughs> Bitches give Chappelle money.
1: <laughs> it is a definitely not great man theory or trait theory or contingency theory or situational. Maybe participative. Depends. That's what I have. That's what I have on pimps. Managerial theory.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I think that's great. I, um, I just think that they're better marketers than anything else. They're showmen. You know? They're P.T. Barnum.
1: Yeah. So You want to be with this.
2: Yeah. And then wear great coats. Really good coats. And hats. <laughs> and, and, and fucking their cars. Oh, I like the goldfish platforms.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, nice. I can never remember that guy, character's name either.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> God damn it! He was in. He played. He was in Starsky and Hutch.
2: Oh, uh, Huggy Bear. Yeah, that's yeah. who it is. Yeah, I know who you're talking about Huggy Bear. Yeah.
0: Um. So okay, put up or shut up. I should have known that because that's what Shelly used to call me. Uh, put up or shut up. Okay, Nothing. So now we're back on pimping. Yeah, yeah bampin, bampin. Nothing smacks,
1: smacks of poor
0: leadership <laughs> Antonio Vargas like, <laughs> like a lack of performance uh, Nobody is perfect But leaders who consistently fail are not leaders No matter how much you wish they are I disagree with that and I will tell you why in a second While past performance is not always A certain indicator of future events A long term track record of success Should not be taken lightly uh, Someone who has consistently experienced success In leadership roles has a much better chance of success Than someone who has not Well no shit Thanks for that obvious statement. I mean,
1: here's the thing. Here's the thing is I've had bosses that were obviously not leaders in any way and they just really sucked cock. Right. I mean, they just were horrible at their jobs and they knew nothing about my job but wanted to tell me how to do my job. And they consistently put out shitty results. Right. And that is obviously, again, there's your poor example of a leader is the put up or shut up. And I think in a lot of ways... I mean, that can be flipped. Like, if you're if you're a bad leader, you could be looking at your team saying, well, put up or shut up. I mean, to a s- certain extent. I mean, if everybody's kind of putting in, I mean, you can't just say put up or shut up and fucking walk out. That's not how you take care of your team. And in the same instance, like, if you just, if you suck at it, you can't really be doing it. And, I mean, if you wanted to link that to relationships in some way, I mean, I guess that could be like the...
2: Have you know, uh, either of you ever had a boss that you knew had it in for you before they even met you? Yes
1: before they even met me yeah
2: like when you knew they were going to become your boss yes disco chest no. if we're talking
0: about the same guy
1: maybe no i don't think so th i think it's usually after people meet me and get to know me Mm -hmm. and realize that i'll make them look stupid that's (laughs) when they have a problem okay um and really i think that's only been a couple of people
2: yeah we um we both uh, have been in the car business and uh I had a I used to be a, a used car assistant manager and um I you know I was dealing with a lot of personal shit at the time so I, I can't even believe I was able to manage that lot and deal with um whoring wife at the same time. But um that's
1: the put up or shut up again. Yeah. Um
2: Whore. but uh I had a uh I had a, a new uh used car manager coming in who was also the GM and the, the the, the new like yeah. And new uh new boss not same as the old boss. And I had a buddy come over and tell me that he was offered my position. Um, and before I even knew about the guy taking over, right? So he was already offering my position to other people without meeting me or anything. And uh, he comes in, and he's already on my ass about certain things. And, and you know, I there's certain things I'm, I'm doing right, certain things I'm not doing right. And, you know, he was acting like I should have known everything from the get-go. But I only did the job the way I was shown to do it, which pretty much I had to learn how to wing that job because no one ever trained me. They just threw me in the position. You know, they offered it to me, threw me in, and then and then there we go. But, uh, yeah, he didn't try to train me at all. It was pretty much do this or, you know, we're going to have a problem. Or I'm going to write you up. I Just for an example of this fear, guy. Leadership by fear. Yeah, and just for an example, I had only been written up one other time in the entire ten and a half years that I worked there. And it was one time because I flipped off the used car manager in front of a customer because he was being a Douche. power-hungry dick. And so... He Was like just straight up throwing his weight around, and I, I gave him the finger. So they just sent me home for the day, and they said, We have to write you up because of company, blah blah blah. So, um, this guy, yeah, so I tried to do you know what he wanted, but this guy was shady, um, and uh, you know, he I, I, I go on vacation, right? I, I go on vacation, and I think it was about a month or two into the position around there. Mm-hmm. And I get a call from a, from a trusted buddy in the business, and he says, dude, who's here working in, um, in your office? And I said, I don't know. He goes, dude, why don't you come make a visit? So like halfway through my vacation, I come in, and there's this guy doing my job. And then I, so I ask around, and they say, oh, pretty much he, you're just, uh, he's just here to take up your spot while you're on vacation, and then you're going to train him because he's going to help you. Mm-hmm. Right. Retraining your replacement. Yeah. So I think, uh, what was it? I was a week or two into being back, and all of a sudden I get called. We, we both get called in the dude's office, and uh, and I'm, I'm pretty much told now I'm going to be his assistant. And then it went from that to me not even being his assistant to me just going back to my old position, which was being a lot porter, which is detailing cars and. You know, uh, parking everything, rearranging things, and keeping my fucking mouth shut. <laughs> so um, I got real snooty <laughs> near the end. Real snooty. Yeah. yeah. And I was pretty much told you know, I need to um, improve my attitude or I was going to be gone. But then something happened right after that where I ended up losing the job anyway. So I guess it didn't really matter.
0: Yeah. And and he's he's one of the – I mean, when I'm looking at the nobody's perfect but leaders who consistently fail are not leaders – I don't believe that because look at Steve Jobs or look at uh, John Scully or look at any of the other successful leaders who have consistently failed. Yeah.
2: Well, are they
1: actually leaders or do they just end up successfully making a lot of money?
2: No, no, no. They're leaders. Or did they just show show something innovative at the beginning and then because people (laughs) believed in them, then they were able to manipulate people to do all the work for them? Okay, let me explain. Okay. John Scully is a CEO,
0: was the CEO
2: of Pepsi before he took over
0: for Pepsi. Apple. Steve Jobs was the CEO of of Apple, and then he went on to fund fun he actually bought, but he went on to uh uh produce things like, oh I don't know, a small company
2: called Pixar. Pixar, yeah, yeah. You know, and then he went back to Apple. I but I don't think he created the whole thing on his own. Uh with
0: his computer workstation and um Knowing George Lucas, I mean, basically, yeah, he created Pixar on his own. He got the right people in the right places. He bought—I um, can't remember the name of it. He bought George Lucas's little computer factory, yeah—and uh, turned that into a multi-billion-dollar motion picture corporation. He did that, um, and then he sold it to Disney. But my point being is that these, um, those are two examples. You can consistently fail and be a leader. The problem is, is that. When you ha- when you look at the entire business world, and we'll take we'll take the example of the person that you, what you were working for and I was working for, been the car business. He went from one company to another to another to another, and then finally he bought into a company, which then they couldn't fire him, right? Yeah. So that's what I understand. I understand. That's what I understand. Uh, whether it's true or not, prior to him buying into that other company. Yeah. Is true for me. That guy was <laughs> the uh harbinger of death, yes. And um, he is one of those guys that no, when you have it's not leaders who consistently fail, it's leaders who consistently fail. While was everything okay?
2: I'm looking for a
1: pen. I'm providing a pen.
2: Oh, <laughs> it's a marker, that'll do.
1: I also think the put up or shut up uh, to kind of change it will um, also apply uh, to people who are dating and or talking online that, you know, the people that always want to talk a big game and then they don't put up.
0: Yeah. So um, they should shut the fuck up. And, and, and that's the other thing, with you know, online dating. Um, when it comes to I got to see that note.
2: So she got the harbinger joke.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why, do we, why do we have to show our notes in class, teacher?
2: Because we can't why say. Why can't show
1: when I? We don't call
2: out names unless, they're, um, unless we want them to get convicted of, um, of, of uh, sexual assault. Yeah. So otherwise, we don't call their names out. Um, we tr-
0: no, that's not true. We call out their names, but it's sometimes on accident, and, uh, it's, and most of the times it's with no malice. I want you yeah. to know that
1: I took one in the eye to make that sound effect.
0: Oh, okay. I saw that. Yeah. Nice shot. Um we're gonna have to whine about it. But in, in the case in the case of the boss that we had, uh, his failure on on a level was so great that it affected a lot of people, not just at our dealership, mm-hmm. but at other dealerships where other people that had worked for him had moved on. Because of fucking cancer. Yeah, and, and they would all say they I I know very few people, like if you know him personally, he's a great guy. He really is. Oh, it looks like he could disco all fucking night. But as a business person, because of the, look, because of the environment that he grew up in, yeah. which is the car business, the car business does not develop great leaders unless you are already on your path to being a great leader.
1: It, it's not the environment for that, though. It's it's not. It's all just constant daily. It's just an all out basically like fucking mud wrestle fight between every single <laughs> fucking person on that lot. You can't make a good leader out of that. Yeah,
0: and 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 this entire list is is basically a uh,
1: even the managers are fighting with the salespeople. Yeah, underlying but, to make sure that they are keeping their job and keeping their sales up.
0: Yeah, and, and this list is is, is a basic uh, what they are doing in the, in the auto industry um, and what not to do. Uh, if you sell cars, so
1: you could look at, actually a look at this list as we're going through it as um, what to expect when you go on a car lot.
0: Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we already did number three, uh, number four, the know it all again.
1: Okay, well, that sounds like every car person I've ever known. Yeah, which is. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this the mic clause? This is
0: the mic clause. Okay. Um, I am actually, I, I am acutely aware of how much I don't know.
1: No, no, you're not. Yes,
0: I am. No. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> they have no need to be the See, smartest so person knows. in the room. Still,
1: he still knows. He knows he that knows he doesn't how know much everything, doesn't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but have the unyielding desire to learn from others. Uh, you don't have that. I don't think I've taught him a goddamn thing. I've often said leaders who are not growing cannot lead a growing enterprise. One of the hallmarks of great leaders is their insatiable curiosity. If you're not extremely curious about every aspect of your organization. Then they are a huge problems. They're well, going are to curious. be huge problems.
2: I, he is he like he's, he's like he sometimes he wants to understand my thought processes on certain things. He's like, please. Explain it to me, and he'll ask me in this weird, eloquent way. Oh no,
1: he's not. He's not asking that because he's curious. He wants you to actually realize how stupid you are when he actually do that. <laughs>
2: That's it's not true. the way
1: that he says it. No, please explain it to me and be like,
0: no, no, no. Hmm. If if I, <laughs> in some cases, yes, yes. <laughs> but for the, but with Joe, for the most part, I try to understand his thinking and where he comes from because. It's we are different. on two fucking different planets. Mike's
1: curious like a cat. That's why yeah. his friends call him Whiskers. Yes.
2: Yeah. And I am from Venus. He's just an asshole. Yes. <laughs> I, and I'm from Uranus. <laughs> 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 um,
0: I, I unfortunately. I don't have a need to be the smartest person in the room because I know I'm the smartest person in the room sometimes. Yes,
1: and you know what and, and this is and this is why and, and you're, this is why we get along because I also understand that I am he, the smartest person in the room. He's got as well. balls
2: as big as church bells.
1: Well, here's,
0: no, here's here's the thing about that. When you when you go into a room and you observe the room yeah. and you go, all right, I'm smarter than every motherfucker here. I need to shut up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. Acts as if. And yeah. and then and then That's why you
1: get quiet about shit sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you just you sit there and you know that you're the smartest person in the room. So,
2: in another way, you're just picturing everyone naked. No, no, no I'm just picturing everyone with a dunce cap on. Well, that, that, that's another version of that, though. Not really. No.
1: Well, and one of my other lines that I use, and, and Mike actually doesn't use it a lot, is um, you know when I'm trying to like explain something to somebody, like, you know, I know I'm not the smartest person, but like I try to like put I it out there, like I know that I'm not. There's smarter people than me out there, but I can actually see that this is really stupid. Like that's that's how I can like lean that in. But the other line that I use is when people ask me questions and I don't know, I just say I'm not a fucking whale scientist, so I don't know. Um,
0: well, dad, dad used to say you may be right, but you know, and he would try to teach this stuff crazy. to me. But the problem is, is that when you're teaching, when you're teaching a kid who thinks they're smarter than everybody else. And in some cases, knows they're smarter than anybody else. Um, like in, in certain circumstances, not always. And, and that's why, like when, when I was with him and we were working together and going out to other businesses, I was not the smartest person no, in the room. No, yeah, that's
1: three of us take a step <laughs> back.
0: And, that yeah, that's where I just sat down, shut up, and turned on my ears, you know, and, and learned the business. But, again, when you're, when you're dealing with people – and you have to defer. That's my problem. Deferring, you know. I don't mind if I make a mistake and I say I'm sorry. I made a mistake. My fault.
1: You have to be like the guy on Pawn Stars.
0: I don't watch who
1: he brings in. So everybody brings in an item, and he talks to the person about. it. And he goes, "But I'm not an expert. But I have a buddy who <laughs> is a really big expert in World War Two tampons right. and can help you." <laughs> like find a value on this thing. He yeah. like always defers to the dude that is the expert on it.
2: Oh um just for the record, a whale scientist is called a catologist.
1: No, I have a new word for that.
2: Okay, catologist. Contologist? C-E-T-O-L-O-G-Y. Okay. Catologist.
1: What I used to like about dad is whenever um I used to say anything that he didn't like agree with or knew that I was wrong on, he'd say, What are you fucking stupid? And uh <laughs> You have to take that moment where you no, like...
0: No, 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 it wasn't... No. It wasn't, what are you, fucking stupid? It was, what are you, fucking stupid?
1: <laughs> no, yeah, it's like, and you take that moment, and you're like, n- no. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, he would do that to me, but he would shake his head. What are you, fucking stupid? Yeah. And, and then I'd just look at him and go, stupid is, like, stupid is, a stupid does. I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> oh,
1: boss the chocolates. Throw it,
0: throw it right back at him and be like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, I think that's where you learn a lot of humility. I mean, besides actually having brothers, um, (laughs) which teach you that a lot. um, Vastly different than having sisters that just catfight with you. Having brothers is different. Um, But having a um, father figure like that um, will also bring you humility, too, because you actually do have to count down to the fact that he is the smartest person in the room, and he had no problem telling you that you were fucking stupid.
2: There's an idea for an episode. Daddy issues. Mm. Oh, does anyone have daddy issues? Yeah, we no. all do.
1: No, my dad's just a dick, and I, I accept that. Yeah. Both my biological and my adopted on, but, they, but different. They're different dicks in different ways. Yeah.
2: I think I have subtle daddy issues, not like in a sexual way, but in right. a um, like I need mm-hmm. male guidance.
1: I I I live with people that have daddy issues, mm-hmm. so I get that. I'm just I guess I've never really had that. Mine raised me to be, like, super strong and then just really didn't like it when I power moved that shit on him. Mm -hmm. And so now I don't have any daddy issues because I just have to put him in his place once in a while.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't. I never had daddy issues. Not I have daddy
1: issues with Bruce because it was easy.
0: Yeah, it was easy with him.
1: It's, if you were, if you had a point, he was behind you. If you didn't, he would smack you down. (laughs) You would be smote. You would be smoting. Smoting Smite you
2: the side of the mountain.
0: Yeah, exactly. He and that's and, but here he, and the thing about dad was he treated everybody equally. It it wasn't it you know it, it wasn't there was no preferential well there was preferential treatment. <laughs> but there wasn't preferential treatment. You know, his kids came first, didn't matter. But everybody that hung around the house, everybody that was a friend of ours, anybody else like that, he treated with the same dignity and respect that he treated us.
1: And as he treated the guy that he got his coffee from every morning at 7
0: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I'll never forget the day that I, f- I watched a supervisor at work start yelling at him. <laughs> I remember this. Thing. And I walked up to the supervisor and I said, if you ever talk to my father that way again, I will fucking destroy you. And he goes, why? I said, because you don't talk to people like that. And you especially don't talk to him like that. And I'm surprised that he didn't throw you through a fucking window. But if I ever find you doing that to him again, I will put you through a fucking window.
1: He had the silent hate, <laughs> Fantastic. yeah.
0: And and my father, because I had the opportunity to work with my father as a salesperson, and he taught me he taught me more than I ever needed to know as a salesperson than any dealership could teach uh, through their stupid fucking courses.
2: Yeah,
0: and um, <clears throat> he taught me the most important thing was you. I don't care about him. I don't care about that guy. He knows nothing. He was just trying to, you know, he, he was trying to have big dick energy. And really, he just has little dick energy. Mm-hmm. And and you let them get in your case. And I said, I, I just can't do that. I'm not you. I'll never be you. But I understand what you're saying because I just can't.
1: Yeah, you just got to let those people I, roll right off. Yeah, cause... I
0: can't, like, duck water, right?
1: Well, not, e- not even that. Just you have to understand that, well, it's the know-it-all thing. You just have to understand that. You're better than them.
0: Yeah, and that, and, and my problem <laughs> is, is my problem is, is with people like, like this guy. Um,
2: I yeah, everybody's better than you. Him. Just have
1: to look at it as like that's like the little Chihuahua yapping at the Great Dane. Just
2: and see, my thing is, is that I, I, the way I, I look at it as I don't look at it as I'm better than anybody. I look at it as, oh, you think you're better than me? Okay, well, be happy thinking that you're better than me. I, yeah,
0: and, and and but again, with that guy, I just it turned into a protective thing. Yeah. Like, the, the roles had reversed. Like, I'm not... I, and I don't... And, and even with my mother. You can come and yell at my mother. Like, my mother and I will get into it, and we'll yell at each other and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But that's different. If I see you fucking getting on her, mm. I will reach over a fucking desk and rip your head off. I don't care. You, you don't treat family like that. My family. And that's weird. Um, it's, it's weird for the roles to reverse like that. And... Uh, um. I'm um, super, super protective.
1: I think you can equate that too, <laughs> as you know. We originally started trying to equate these two relationships as the know-it-all person in the relationship too. I mean, it's the same thing. As you're trying to lead a relationship, if you're the know-it-all, and unfortunately, in in my relationship, I am. I do know it all, so <laughs> that's um that's easy. Yeah. Actually, there's a few things I don't know when I try to defer at those times, and those are the times when my husband looks at me and is like, "Well, I don't know. What do you think?" And I'm like, "Bitch, I asked you." <laughs> For a reason, like I'm trying to give you the out here, like be the one. That's like, pimping
2: right there. Step
1: up Fuck, right now. I gave you, I gave you this, this down. answer. Like be one with it. Right. Don't be looking at me for it. <laughs> I gave it to you.
0: So what do you
2: think? Like,
1: you you're in charge of dinner tonight. Like, make it happen.
2: Make a decision, like, bitch. Yeah.
1: And it's like, well, what do you want to do? I guess we're going to
2: Taco Bell. I don't
1: fucking know. Like, that's, <laughs> I don't even care. Like, yes, just say, we're going to Taco Bell. Like, I'm not actually even going to think about it tonight. Like, it's all you. I don't even yeah. care what you make. If I, I guess like we're it, having
0: hamburger it. helper. Yeah.
1: That's We had, we had, we had little hamburger sliders and that was, that was what he chose to do. And that's fine. I didn't, I'm like, yeah. I'm not shopping for it. I'm not helping with it. I'm not doing any that. It's all you.
2: Yeah. I, I pardon you. Yeah.
0: I'd be like, what am I craving tonight? Mm. Yes. Mm. Little Caesars. What does Heather hate the most? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Broccoli.
1: I actually like broccoli. If you were like, we're going to eat sushi, I'd be like, ah. Gas station sushi. Yes. That. Gas
0: station, no. Winco Gas sushi. station God. tuna salad. <laughs>
1: Winco sushi. Ugh. Egg they salad. Either or. Egg salad, too. No, I can't. Ugh. Yeah.
2: The only thing I can think of with egg salad is Futurama. I think and of uh, I, and I hope those worms exist. Patton Oswalt when he's telling the barf bag joke and he talks about, you know, like, oh, you know, you know, I just put an egg salad sandwich in a, you know, from a convenience machine uh, on the dash of my car in the middle of the summer and just let it sit there for about six hours. Then I eat it and then I'm ready to barf in my barf bag. <laughs> I, um, oh,
1: God. every time I think about egg stuff now for some reason, and this is where you have things so Okay, so those of you who are listening that know me and, and, and those of you at the table know that there are certain things that uh, it takes a lot to get to me. There's not a lot that actually fucking affects me. Two girls, one cup, that's rough. That was that was a rough that was a rough run. Yeah. <sighs> that was Except a rough that was a rough run for it was, me. It was I'm fake. Be honest. I'll
0: tell you that. Was it fake? Oh yeah. I fake. didn't watch I, too much. It was I, too dude. fluffy.
1: I, I couldn't
0: it's it was chocolate mousse.
1: It's not chocolate mousse, but they could have shot chocolate mousse up them and then shit it out. That's I what mean, they, yeah. But either way, it's still coming out of somebody's ass and they're still eating it. I'm e- not okay with that. Exactly. You never go ass to mouth. So uh, that, like the fake that I mean, like I can talk about anything while I eat. I can watch anything while I eat. I can, I, uh, there's a lot it's of smelling stuff though. I can power through. <laughs> I watched an episode of Jackass years ago <laughs> and they were doing a hard-boiled egg-eating contest. Oh. <laughs> and then... They had puke buckets there, and they're oh, puking God. up, And I already don't like hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, and I'm actually watching it, and in my mind, I can smell it, Ugh. I can feel it, oh. and I just I couldn't. So now when people talk about stuff like that, all I can picture is that jackass episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, Preston. Just, Preston Lacey was one of them. But yeah. They were
1: powering hard-boiled eggs and then vomiting them, and I'm like, Ugh. oh, that's like the worst. So that's
2: like, I, everything I would that rather jackass eat was, boiled llama dick on Fear Factor than. You don't like hard-boiled eggs? I no, I uh, no, I don't. I, I <laughs> yeah, don't. Either. I don't hate them. Like I I like hard-boiled I eggs on a salad. Nope. But um, not too much of it. Like just a little bit. No. Nope. You know, cause that cause that texture, the texture of the fucking of the, the white. Yolk.
1: It's the yolk for me. And then I
2: don't mind the white. And, but then in combination with I don't the mind yolk, white. It, it's just there's Perfect something color. about it that just. So I've never been an egg salad sandwich fan. I, my grandma used to make that shit all the time. Like everyone loves it in, in the household. except me? And so then. My-
1: I have a good friend, Jenny, and uh, I have a couple of Ashley friends named Jenny, and this is this one in particular, and she'll know who she is if she ever listens to this. So listen. She took three things that are my kryptonite, and she would mix them together as a sandwich spread. (laughs) And it was mayonnaise, hard-boiled eggs, and and canned tuna fish.
0: Oh, that's how we make our... So that's that's how we make our tuna fish. Oh, so fucking gross. So tuna those, and mayo. Those three things. And then that's how you make egg salad, which
2: like is... Like yeah. canned yeah, meats, yeah, mayonnaise,
1: and hard-boiled eggs are all no My
2: grandma used to put fucking th- 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 onions and celery in this damn tuna. The uh, the uh, deviled ham. No. When you get deviled ham. Nope, and no with little...
1: Even when I was a kid, I used to eat like the, the chicken noodle Same soup and pick the fucking chicken Like out potted
2: of it. meat almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: would unchicken my chicken noodle soup when it came out of a can.
2: Well, you're
0: fucking weird.
1: Yeah, it was gross. It was gross little pieces of canned meat. I'm not a fucking fan. I don't want that shit. No good. I don't eat canned chicken either.
0: What about? I just ate that today. What about ravioli? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Can't good. No canned it. Most, ravioli. Most canned food you, isn't good for you. All anyway. these spaghettios. you, you, you are not. A biological southern No, <laughs> No.
1: Nope. No canned meats. Can't do it. Um, Cannot I, do it. Nope.
0: You ever he, had corned beef hash? The, the nope. He, he over there, the kid, he doesn't like ravioli either.
1: The child? Yeah. Well, he doesn't like a lot of the, the beef. Yeah, he's not, like, a, not, a, not a...
0: He's not a pork guy.
1: Not a, not a pork or a meat yeah, it,
0: eater. Yeah, uh, he likes the pork. <laughs>
1: you
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Some people are just weird that way.
2: Pork. Yeah. Are are the girl are? child
1: did yeah, used you, to eat meat.
0: Oh, you want the pork? So are you getting there Hot
2: with the joke? I know what porking is, yes. I've seen... He, he doesn't <laughs> like the pork, but he loves the pork. Yeah. <laughs> he loves yeah, the yeah. cock. Get it? Yeah, yeah. Get
0: it?
1: Get it? It's so funny.
2: I know. Hey, so funny. it's got a bit of a checkered past. Shut <laughs> 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 up.
1: I'm trying to think of what other things I'm, I tell people all the time that I don't eat. Long John Silver's.
2: I've oh only God. ever eaten that Damn. Long John Silver's once in my entire life, it and seems was like I soaked a really good that shit in napkins. I soaked that shit in napkins, but then all that grease I just got rid of. There are no I, Long it comes John back Silvers. with the mayonnaise, with the tartar
0: sauce. There's, there's none. There's none not up here. here anymore. There's a bunch in Sacramento, dude. Dude, yours? there's uh, the one that was off of Auburn Boulevard. Mm-hmm. It's not there.
2: The one right by the uh, the Dutch Brothers. That's yeah. still there. The, Auburn, the old Auburn Boulevard location. Yeah.
1: You know the fun part about being married to somebody who's younger than you They're and just, also, although natively they may have moved from, from California, did not really spend most of their formative years in California, is uh, we're passing by in uh, a town like an hour and a half away. And, uh, that he had lived in once. And there's this restaurant and it's got this sign and it's kind of cocked to the side. It's got a funny little anchor thing on the side. And I go, Hey, signs leaning a little. Like, and I always make that joke because I'm that horrible fucking person that makes the same fucking jokes. Like the like the
0: kids when the door's locked, your door's broken.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, every time I pass a cemetery, how many dead people in the cemetery? All, All of, them. of them. Um, so.
2: <laughs> your refrigerator running? I go, I go, Oh, <laughs>
1: signs leaning. And, uh, he said, you know, I've always wondered about that sign. And I was like, it used to be Long John Silver's. And he's like, no, no. Um, I just figured that they, they put it up that way so you could see it when you're coming off of the bridge on the highway. And I was like, no, it's because it used to be a Long John Silver's. And he's like, da 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 da, da. And I was like, it used to be a Long John Silver's. And he goes, what's that? And I was like, get the fuck out of the car. Like, what?
0: It's like a bad version of Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so, and, the hush puppies seem like such a good idea, though. I want the hush uh, puppies in my just belly. So
2: much oil, and, and every
1: time I would eat it, I get so sick.
2: Yeah, it's just too much, man. It's fucking overkill. You know what I miss is thirty-nine cent hamburger stand. Yeah, those were good. I used to eat uh, fucking those yeah. by the handful.
1: Also, Arby's. I don't eat Arby's anymore. I love Arby's.
2: Arby's used to be good until they got Chinsy, and then their prices went up and their meat their meat volume went down. It sounds like Taco Bell. Probably. They're all jus. Oh, they're French dip. Well, that's how long because I haven't eaten beef since ninety five. I used to get their French dip. I love fucking French dip.
1: So our brother used to make me eat at Arby's all the time when we were in high school because um, that's where he wanted to eat. And um, for any of you that knew our brother, Mark, um, there wasn't really any argument. That was just like, that's where we're eating. And so I spent like two or three lunches back when, you know, you have the metabolism of a teenager eating two uh, regular curly, fr- curly fries and jamoca shakes. Mm-hmm. That's the only Jamocha thing. It's only two things I could have from Arby's. And that's, that's what I consisted off of. As the Mark
0: dinner. shoveled fucking regular after regular in his face.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: I sold all those fucking goddamn sandwiches.
1: Disgusting. Mm-hmm. I can't fucking eat Arby's. No Arby's, no lung of no mayonnaise, no hard boiled Legs, no canned meats.
2: No canned meats. So no you meat. Vienna sausages are just out.
1: No, no Vienna sausages. No
2: potted meat. <laughs>
0: no pot, potted
1: meats. <laughs> no potted, potted meat. meats.
0: All right. It's meat, pie. Number five. Uh, When there's a failure to communicate, I think we can all agree on that one. Uh, If you have poor communication, your life is just Wait, I'm sorry. There's
1: a word in there we need to discuss.
0: Flummoxed? Yeah. Yeah. When leaders are constantly flummoxed by those who don't seem to get it, there exists both a leadership and communications problem. Sounds like a stomach condition. Flummoxed. Flummoxed. What's well, it wrong sounds, with you? It sounds
1: like what happened last time I had a cold.
0: I, I got a, I got a little bit of a gird, and it flummoxed up on me. I was like, when you have butterflies, you can be flummoxed. What's wrong? I got a little flummoxed? It's
1: almost like when you hawk up a looby.
0: What's flummox? Flummoxed. Oh, you know, that's a weak sphincter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the flummoxed.
0: Yeah. I, got a
1: weak, I can't have that. It's like irritable bowel. I got, yeah.
2: I got, mm-hmm. I got a flummox oh, going t- on. I ate too much Olestra. Fuck <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's that oily How
2: many discharge. fucking people will know that or remember that? I know, because I fucking did it. God, we're
1: so old. Leaky I realized
2: anal also, discharge. Totally I never had the, the leaky subject. ass, though. I was lucky. I never had the leaky Neither ass I from I. it.
1: Totally off the subject, again.
2: <laughs> but I did I eat am. a whole bag, and I paid for it at <laughs> I'm Disneyland. Gonna, I'm going to be
1: famous for the totally off the subjects, but funny. Um, I sat in bed last night, and those of you who follow our social media will see my post, um, which... I'm laying in bed last night and I'm realizing that we're getting close to Thanksgiving. And so there was an advertisement for T shirt that I wanted. And I was like, Oh, that'd be awesome. And so I looked over at my husband as we're laying in bed and I said, Hey, I was like, I found this t shirt I want. I was like, Hey, do you remember on WKRP in Cincinnati when they had the turkey drop? And he just looks at me and he's like, <laughs> What what? I was like, Care, care, WP Cincinnati. You remember the show about the no and then I just looked at him like, Never mind.
2: <laughs> Johnny Fever I was like, they took like a bunch of and they dropped up and it's like, Bless never mind. I like Johnny Fever. I like yeah, but he's not the, the one like that drops turkeys.
1: So that was actually that point when I realized that he was absolutely <coughs> 100% young to even catch those on late night reruns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the turkey drop. The so there you
2: go. Yeah, that was a brilliant idea, wasn't it? That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is turkeys all over. I remember the episode where they had the contest, the unwinnable contest, where they played a one bar of a soundbite from seven different things. And if you guessed it, you won like a million dollars or some shit. Right. Somebody won. Somebody won it. And this, yeah. And then, so Johnny Fever gives it to a guy who's pretending to be the guy, and it's the wrong guy. So some guy came in and scammed it. And then the real guy came in, like, oh, shit. And then the episode ended. Like, they're just fucked. They're totally fucked. Thanks for that. What happened? I don't remember.
1: Thanks a fucking lot. Okay, so everyone what, out what there an has awful to story. Uh, Google well I don't remember the entire
2: episode, man. W-K-R-P it was a long time ago. in
1: Cincinnati. Ago. And I think the thing that really stood out for me, and I still do it um, to people and nobody understands what I'm doing, is um, because I've worked in cubicle hell before, and even in um, more recent places that I've worked before, we all had separate offices in my current firm, um, they'd all work in cubicles. And so I'd stand and I'd knock on their cubicle, on the side, and then just stand there and wait. Yeah. And that's like, wasn't it Les Nessman that had where you had to knock on the door, before you could come into was, his cubicle? It area? was
0: that, one of my favorite episodes. Is when Herb Tarlick walks over to Les Nessman's desk, and Les he starts talking to Les, and Les is not listening to him, and and Herb's like, Les, I'm trying to say something to you, and he goes, uh, uh, "You didn't knock. <laughs> you walked yes. right. You walked right through the 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 wall. So Herb Tarlick walks right out." And he stands there and doesn't miss a beat and knocks. And when he knocks, he taps his foot. And it sounds like he's knocking on wood. And Les goes, come in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was That's genius fucking writing. Mm-hmm.
2: And there you go. Who do you think the next uh, old uh, celebrity to die is going to be? I don't know. WKRP is a little hint because I think she showed up on there. Lonnie Anderson?
1: Well, Burt Reynolds just died. God no. rest his
2: soul. No, I think she's 95 now, and she's still kicking it. She's she a, not 95. She's hot in Cleveland, bro.
1: She's not 95. Oh, you mean Betty White? Yeah. Was she on WK?
2: No, she's. No, Pretty she's not sure gone. she showed
0: up. Pretty mama. sure she's not gonna die.
1: I think that woman's gonna live forever.
2: Yeah, just like Abe
0: Vagoda.
1: hmm
0: Yeah, the contest nobody could win. Yep. Episode 11. Thank
1: God for the interwebs. <laughs> The internet. Uh,
2: Everyone knew the last fucking one. The last song was always the Star Spangled hey, Banner. Hey, it's
0: it's the dude from. Uh, um, yes,
2: yeah, uh, Chevelli. Yeah, um, yeah, Vincent. Vincent Schiavelli, Yeah, he was the
0: he was the um, the biology teacher on uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He yes, was he the was. asshole train ghost from Ghost. And and
2: yes. like trains. And
0: he he's the one that goes out to Spicoli and goes. Yeah, are you in my class? <laughs> I am today. <laughs> and so anybody anytime somebody asks, are you doing this? I am today. That's where I got it from. Uh the con man in the towel. Uh, love con uh, yeah, the con man. Um the original episode gets very slow. And serious, blah 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 blah. Just
1: what happens at the end? I'm
0: trying to find it, but somebody wrote an article and I got uh, sucked I into don't it. Want an
2: article.
1: Uh, I just want to know what happens. <laughs>
2: oh, Nicole Arling.
1: So, where were we at? Where were we talking about? Oh, the, know-it-alls. the know it alls. Are we yeah, still the know it alls?
2: Asshole bosses.
1: Yeah, us goddamn know it alls.
0: Cocksuckers. And okay, so. Um,
1: I, wouldn't, I wouldn't portray myself as such a know it all if I wasn't just so goddamn right by all
2: the idiots? time. If you weren't surrounded by idiots,
0: right? No,
1: if I wasn't just so right all the time.
0: Yeah, so con man Don Pasola gets the songs right and takes the prize, leaving WKRP with no contest money. Uh, there's an alternate ending to the episode. Uh, they make no mo- effort in getting the money back like he did in the Better Known ending, which for years this ending went previously unknown. So they try to get the money back, and uh, that's really what it comes down so to. Yeah, I told you. It, wasn't, it, wasn't, it was, was a that sad ending. was kind ending. of anticlimactic.
2: Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucked up ending. So so it's like don't have contests you can't afford to have. So, can't afford
0: to lose. I don't
1: understand what the...
0: So you, you're banned from telling incomplete bad stories from no one. But the
1: episode
2: ended
0: incomplete. No, because there was a second part.
1: Well, oh, no, we were on the failure to, me, to communicate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which fits perfectly in with...
1: With Joe's bad story.
0: Yeah. you <laughs> <Hot> kill. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Check, check. It's all about <laughs> them.
1: It's all about them.
0: If a leader doesn't understand the concept of service above self, they will service not Service leadership. Gender. Loyalty, uh, confidence, and trust.
2: Um, oh, yeah. Leader, what about when they do favoritism? And any
0: just, leader is as good as his or her team's desire. To be led by them.
1: An overabundance of ego, pride, and arrogance are not positive leadership traits. Duh. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, those that listen have probably heard me talk like I have a huge ego, but those around me know that I actually don't because I poke fun at myself a lot. Um, But I think this is one piece that kind of wraps into both relationship and my my personal leadership stuff is because... um, there is, there has to be a sense of service and and you can't have ego when you do it, um, to a certain extent. So as often as I am right, I've had to learn how to let other people's be wrong so that more so I can just do the, I was right dance, um, in their face hole, um, just to show them that they should learn next time.
0: I was right. I was right. Yeah. It's actually Mm. almost more
1: like the cabbage Mm. patch. Um, I don't know if you guys know what the cabbage patch is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, There you go. That's, that's better Joe. That's the cabbage patch. Um, fun fact, (laughs) fun fact, (laughs) Fun fact, somewhere, and, and maybe we could figure out how to clip this into maybe the YouTube or something. Um, during my high school graduation, when I received my diploma, I actually did the cabbage patch going to walk up to get my diploma. Uh, yeah.
0: I walked with a mullet.
1: Well, that I had is mullet. not the cabbage patch still. Yep. I, did I had the Cabbage it. patch. Some bitch did some like. The running man? No. No, she did like a. a like a cartwheel or something like that. I don't know, but I did the cabbage patch. She
0: did a cartwheel, but wasn't wearing any underwear. I That would have been
1: way better. And that was not on VHS. I can tell you that right now. Um, I I think that is, I mean, you you can't, you can't have a massive ego when you do this. You have to be able to look to other people. And it's the same thing in a relationship. You can't have a massive ego on that.
0: Right. And I agree. And that's why I'm bad at relationships. Uh,
1: And that's, and that's fine. So yeah, you do, you have a massive ego and that's okay. I mean, I've I've got one to an extent, but I th- I think I'm actually a little bit better at that than you.
0: Yes, about not having much, an
2: ego. You're much better at it.
1: I really have a hero ego, Joe. I do you I have see. an ego?
2: No, no, no. I you know no. I'm very uh, you know uh, uh, what's the word uh, uh, accommodating. I I just under. I feel better when the people around me are comfortable. So yeah, yeah. It's that's just yeah. I mean, I, I know you can get psychological with that shit, but... Joe's a, a non-confrontational type of guy. Yeah. Well, I
1: mean, you don't... Not that,
0: that confrontational has anything to do with ego, but it does it in doesn't. some sense.
1: I know a lot of really stupid people that don't think much <laughs> of themselves that are very confrontational.
0: Joe, Joe has... Joe's... Don't take this the wrong way, but take it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. um, he has... Well, he has underdeveloped self-esteem, and he has – and that that means that there's another something I was going to say as well. Um, it's not just – he has lack of confidence and lack of self-esteem in, in certain cases. Um, but that's changed in the last five years, and it's starting to
1: – I'm going to give everybody a real little tip out there. So if you're, if you're saddled with a leader that's like me or maybe like Mike um, – one thing that I've noticed with me, and I guess it's it's just different for people, and I'm very confrontational. Like, I love a good confrontation. Maybe not as much as you do, Michael, but I do love a great... I mean, you'll confront everybody about anything. You'll be like, oh, the sky's blue. Fuck you. It's it's it's, it's light blue, and here's why. It's magenta.
0: <laughs> Chicago bear blue. Fuck off. That's,
1: that's a whole different, like, ball of wax. Right, right, Like, I'm a little bit different. Like, yeah, whatever. Okay, you think it's green. I don't give a shit. Somebody pass me a vodka. Um, But... When I have team members and have had in the past that just come right at me like, you're wrong and here's why. I mean, I immediately just like, you know, Bleh. but Flip the desk or, over. Or, like, or even ones that that come to me and go, oh, you know, I'm just not really sure. Are you sure that's the right way to go? If you ask me like, are you sure after a decision I've already made, I'm going to be like, fucking A, that's the way we're going right now. Like Everybody's like in this boat. We're paddling in that direction.
0: Mm. You had your chance 10 minutes ago.
1: But I've had people come up to me as team members and go, No, your decision is stupid and here's why. And those people that actually like come and like, no, this is wrong, and here here's why. And like give me like a list of things. Yeah. Like those are people actually sit and listen to. I'm like, oh, well, let's sit back and think about this a little bit more now. Let's
0: Well, and hmm." and that's the appropriate way to do things instead of saying, Are you sure we're gonna do it this way? instead of saying, Hey, And that goes with what I said earlier, which is if you see something wrong, you better have, you either, you either have to have, um, a solution or at least suggestions for, for changing the way that we're going to do things. Because in your case, it's expensive in regular cases, it's, it, it will affect people in the way that the organization runs, uh, one size leadership, you know, the one size fits all leadership mm-hmm. style, which is the next one. <laughs> um, we we'll just
1: wrap because I'm sure we're probably on like three fucking hours already or something. And 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 a half. Jesus effing Christ. Nobody's going to listen to about leadership for an hour and a half. <laughs> Why don't talk about something else we're, in We're between. at an hour. Titties. Um, Titties. Titties.
0: But the one size fits all. <laughs> I, oh, I forgot teams. to sing a little kumbaya. I right, I care about that. That's okay. We I don't need to
1: sing I kumbaya.
0: Um, but it's all about them and uh, one size fits all is basically just the same thing lumped together. Um, Walmart is it's all about them. One size fits all. They have this thing called one best way. There's no flexibility. They don't care. It's uh, the best leaders are fluid and flexible in their approach, and and these companies aren't fluid and flexible. You, as in a relationship, you have to be fluid and flexible um, yes. because, again, like I said, I'm bad at relationships. Um, my m- I actually have a dictate with the relationship. If I get into a relationship, I'm not getting married. That's it. Other than that, you know, I, I'm not getting married. I really don't want to live together. You have your place. I have my don't place. Don't move your
2: shit into my fucking bathroom. Yeah.
0: yeah keep your toothbrush. I'll, I'll give you a toothbrush. But fucking, you know.
1: Talk having a toothbrush there. <laughs> so he doesn't have guy, an answer. I lived with a guy, and he didn't like to call it living. This is many moons ago. This is before my last kid, and uh, I mean basically like he just kind of went, came over and stayed the night at my house that never fucking left. And mm. so one day, a couple of months in. I bought him a toothbrush because they didn't have a toothbrush there right. or anything else. There really.
2: <gasps> why are you trying to control me? Yeah.
1: I bought a toothbrush <laughs> and I was like, hey, look, I bought you a toothbrush for the house. Boom. I pumped it into the thing. I was like, so, you know, when you stay over, you can do, and it was like a serious fucking discussion. Yeah. Like, why are you buying me a toothbrush? Like, why are you putting a toothbrush here? Did I'm like, because you, li-, and I actually had to spell out, like, yeah. you literally haven't left in like two months yeah. and you have no fucking toothbrush. Here. Here's a fucking toothbrush. Like. Just shut up and be thankful for the dollar fifty toothbrush. I will not be held
2: down. Right, <laughs> that was
1: that was a whole discussion. Like so he, I bet
2: you, right I wonder now. if he was waiting for whatever, whenever you did something like that. You know, bought him a toothbrush or, or gave him a key he or had, something. He had
1: clothes in an un an unlidded Rubbermaid tote <laughs> on the side of the bed because he had him clothes there that he left there, and then he would wash them and he would pick he, out of it to go to work the next day. Do you have
2: another family?
1: Uh, no, no, he was hella young. I ended up marrying he, him, have a kid knows. with him. But it was like, uh, that's just what he did. He like pulled socks out of a fucking tote off the side of the bed because he refused to say that he was keeping clothes there. And I got tired of him on the floor, so I got a found a tote with no lid and was I shoved him on the side of the bed and he put a shit in it.
2: Was he from Davis? No, no. no. There's some weird motherfuckers from there.
1: There are. Yeah, well, those are the people that camp out in your yard, though, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. remember, that's Davis. That's a whole different thing. They have funerals <laughs> for trees down there.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, again, I mean, my, my only things are I, I don't want to get married, and I really don't want to live together, but if it comes to that at some point, I'm, I'm open for discussion. Maybe I need that, but I'm not getting married again. I made my vow, which was I get married once. If, if I get divorced, that's it. I'm not spending any money on a lavish fucking ceremony. Blah, blah, blah. Don't seven anyway. years. That's,
1: that's another... That's a different Heather Shits on Your Life yeah. podcast about weddings.
0: Yeah. And then, um, and what was it? Uh, I, I, if you're living together for seven years, you're considered married anyway, so who fucking cares?
2: Yeah, the law says I, pretty much I fuck you,
1: you're married. I think they, you, they changed married. that. I don't actually think that's legit in California.
0: Uh, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm.
2: Seven years.
1: This is where the know it all comes in. Want me to look it up? Yes.
2: So with the My Way or the Highway thing with the One Size Fits All leadership... Are we
1: still talking about Mike? Who?
2: Um... I've seen it in the car business where, um, car, you know, guys like general managers and stuff will come over and they'll fire a bunch of head, header ups, you know, or whatever the fuck you want to call them and, uh, bring in their own yes men and that will dictate all of their, their agendas and everything.
1: I see that in my line of work right now. I've, I've um, lost a couple of clients to people coming in what I call sell the dream. Uh Like they'll, they're the yes men like, Oh yeah, we can totally do that. And I'm the one standing there like, actually, I don't think you can like, that's not legal. You can't do that. And I get dismissed, and the person who is the yes man gets yep brought right on in. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's why I don't last at places long anymore because I don't common keep my law notes marriage. On. Okay.
1: Not in California. Boom. Ah, uh, uh, God, I feel so good. Why? So good. I'm gonna take this feeling with me too to my grave.
0: That's what? this is not uh, this is absolutely not true.
1: What a feeling. And, and would you like to know
0: why it's not true?
1: Please really um, don't I've tell me somebody threatened No, someone in my family
2: got common law marriage. No, the, the, you can have a
1: registered nope. partner nope. in California. Nope. But they do not recognize common law marriage at seven Completely years. Completely wrong. Mm, nope.
2: Yes. My cousin's grandparents, they were um they were together for like forty years, never married, and when the husband died, she got all of his benefits because they were considered common law. That was a flub. No, it's not. Because there was a person that I
0: know that's been was with her. Was she
1: considered common law, or was she actually listed as a beneficiary? Because she can do that too. I
2: can't remember I, I don't know all the details of that shit. Because all that shit have to when I was My sister in
1: law is a beneficiary numerous times on different things, mm-hmm. and could do that when I wasn't married. And It didn't matter.
2: <laughs> We're going to
1: allow some time for Mike to research this. I got wine
0: in my. I'm going to throw something at you. <laughs>
1: We're, da just, da we're just we're just waiting for Mike to... Da 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 He's going to have to edit da out da da this da ca-
0: slowness <laughs> at some point. Yeah.
1: <clears> so there's been a debate... While we wait, there's been a debate about <coughs> when to put the Christmas tree up. Okay. Going around. And uh, I don't ever put mine up until after Thanksgiving.
2: I don't put one up all anymore. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: see. Well, I mean, that happens too. But, I mean... Like, everybody's like, oh, I know, I don't put them And I drove through my neighborhood the other night, and there was somebody that had not one but two Christmas trees up mm-hmm. in the front room. And I know this because I look creepily into people's windows at night. Okay,
2: whatever floats about.
1: And so one of the other debates we are having with somebody in my office was um, when to turn the heater on in your house. Like, I like to to make my family freeze for as long as possible. As so you said it's a 60. Know. At night, definitely. Um, And, uh... One of the guys I work with was like, nope, nope, heater doesn't come on until the Christmas tree goes up. What? So he came to work, and he was like, and he goes, I lost the fight today. And I was like, on what? And he's like, Christmas tree, it's up. I was like, oh, that's no good. And it wasn't until like three or four hours later I realized maybe his wife just wanted to turn the heater on Yeah. in order to, so that was her thing on getting <laughs> the tree up. Okay. But, yeah, my tree's not up, but my heater is on, so I actually failed at my own theory because the kid's bitched enough.
0: For this part right here where it says California does not recognize common law marriage is mm-hmm. utter shit. California does recognize common law marriage because if you are in a state that recognizes common law marriage and you come to California, California automatically recognizes that as a marriage. Well, it's because you came <coughs> from the state. If you, yeah, You're but not moving from a state. Right Michael. here it says does not recognize common law marriage. It does recognize common law when marriage. When it
1: comes from a different state. Right. Okay, so are you If you live to as a married state?
0: couple in a state that recognizes common law and you move to California, the courts will work with you. It's become work complicated. You. you can live together for one year or 20 years, but unless you meet very specific criteria, you won't be considered married by common law. So you could live together I for 20 know.
1: years and not be recognized under common law. Right,
0: but it says specific criteria, but they don't go into, you are married if you say you are married. As mentioned, you must meet specific criteria. I identify as a married person. Living in a state where common law is recognized, acknowledging your partner as your spouse and taking your partner's last name, filing joint tax returns, acknowledging that you plan to marry. In California, the court recognizes palimony. That means if a couple lives together for an extended period of time and splits, he or she may have a right to receive support and or right to certain property, which is considered common law. So, therefore, it depends
1: on, but see, it isn't considered quote unquote a common law marriage. It depends on what your salary has paid into. And it's the same thing when you go through a regular divorce in a marriage.
0: If you're living together and you're not married, and then you live to, for X amount of time, and then you split up, and she wants or he wants half or whatever. California recognizes that that's marriage.
1: Depending, it doesn't say specifically like non-marital
0: partners have the right to enforce express or implied agreements for support or property sharing in the event of separation. That
1: doesn't mean that they recognize as common that's law. We could do the same the thing. The
0: definition of common law if marriage. If you and
1: I live together, if you and I live together, and both of our salaries paid for the house payment, and we decide to not live together anymore, and you go, "Hey, motherfucker," I can show that my salary went into paying for part of that property, even though my name's not on the title, you could have a legal right to a portion of that property. At least in a matter of, and I know there's a couple of court cases I don't remember exactly where they're at, there's like a common rents credit or something like that that goes into this, is um, showing that at least if you made a certain amount of payments, even if you're not entitled to 50% of the property as you would be in like a divorce situation, you're entitled to a portion of what you paid into that property.
0: You are. That is true. However, we're not talking about that.
1: No. We're, talking we're, about talking about we're talking about
0: splitting. We're talking about splitting half and half. And now we're talking about common half.
1: law marriage. I
0: thought you were going to say splitting hairs. That too. Pubic hairs? There's a, this is weird. Okay. I'm reading, I'm reading from the Wikipedia real quick. It's a form of regular marriage that survives in only eight U.S. states and District Columbia, plus two other states that recognize domestic common law language after the fact for limited purposes.
2: That's not, wouldn't that be That's recognized
0: vague. in 10 states then?
1: So here's my thing. Here's my issue with this. Is you live together for 10 years and you're not married. And you're going to fight through all this legal bullshit. But if you were together for three years and just registered as domestic partners, you wouldn't have to wait through all the legal bullshit. It's just like a divorce. Right?
0: Right. And, and what I'm, my argument is is that it's not that California doesn't believe in it. It's that it doesn't exist. Okay. They say common law marriage doesn't exist in California. That's horseshit. A common law marriage validly contracted in another jurisdiction is valid in California, notwithstanding it cannot be legally contracted within California. And a common law marriage that is not validly validly contracted in another U.S. jurisdiction is valid. So do you have to live in
1: another state for like seven years and then move to California?
0: Apparently all other states have similar statutory provisions, exceptions to this rule, are marriages deemed by the jurisdiction to be odious to public policy. So So they just
2: don't like the term common law, that's
0: all.
1: So Joe and I could, right now, file for a domestic partnership, though.
0: Correct. Which is common law marriage.
1: No. It's completely different in the eyes of California. It's a domestic partnership.
0: The the fucking wording's the same. It's a domestic partnership. Nope, nope,
1: it's a different registry.
0: Common law, domestic partner.
1: Nope, it's different. (laughs)
2: <laughs> red and blue, baby. Red and red blue. And blue. <laughs> One size fits all. I okay. just realized that our two-party system is fucking wretched. Old Bloods and Crips, red and blue. Kind of. They're fucking gangs. Uh,
0: well, you should reverse that. That Bloods and Crips are based off of the two-party system because Maybe. the two-party system has been around a lot longer than those two. I, fucking I, I'm, I'm okay. It's like it's like yeah. Reverse it. Oh fuck that. Didn't so we talk about cunt. focus? Yeah.
1: Why is it in a, again? In another I don't
0: know. I can't focus. Leadership is less about balance <laughs> and more about priority. Uh, the best leaders are so ruthless. Leader. Next. F- in focus. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, we got one minute left. <laughs> we don't have any.
2: T- what the fuck are you talking about? Speed. Speed round.
1: Death by comfort zone.
2: <coughs> Complacency. I would assume. Is yeah.
1: this how you guys are having an intervention with me about my sweatpants?
2: Yes.
0: No, I can't talk about no, that. Wear pajamas. <laughs> I literally wear pajamas because everywhere
2: I go on my days off.
1: Because we could have a problem. if yeah. we're going to have a discussion about that. Because I know I'm in jeans right now. But when I go home, I change into house clothes. Here's the way to
2: prove that if you have a problem or not. Have you ever bought sweatpants from Walgreens at 3 in the morning? No. No. Oh, then you're okay.
1: No, but I do have a pair that I even It wore depends last on night the problem. That I got from a yard sale of my friend. And I don't even know if they were hers or where she got them from or how long she'd had them. But I still wear them. Okay. Thank you, Bobby, yeah. for those sweats. I appreciate you.
0: Yeah, death by comfort zone. Um when you get completely was it lazy?
2: Or when you become so comfortable
0: with somebody that you're not going to do anything no matter what. You you're just half-assing everything.
2: You just do it the That's way what happens. there's no improvement, there's no decline, you just stay at the same fucking thing. Which means that routine you're staying at our podcast. Yeah. But
1: nobody else is is doing anything. They're actually decreasing you're staying the same.
0: Or or you're decreasing. But you, you're in your comfort zone. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. It's just a flat line, kind of like People my internet. People do
1: love to live in their comfort zone. I am not comfortable in a comfort zone.
0: I, I'm not either. That's why I, I have had so many jobs.
1: Can't do that. I I don't do well in comfort zones. I don't just
2: I linger and, do the and suffer. Yeah. Until until something comes to a head. Yeah.
1: My biological parents are the perfect example of death by comfort zone. Like, yeah, I mean, they literally do the same thing every day and have for years.
0: Everybody has a comfort zone, but it gets to the point where, like, you get bored with it. Like everybody wants stability, and everybody wants this and that. But at some point, you know, if you want, if you want your life to change, you want it. You want it to get. Doesn't matter, better or worse. If you want your life to change. You have to take that risk.
2: You have, have to, to move out of that comfort moving, zone. Moving, yeah, yeah. There's not a growing. There's not a comet that's going to come. New things, and, uh, traveling, up, uh, everything. Right.
1: I I can't. That's just not my. That's just not my personality.
0: Uh, we can skip number eleven if you really want to. Not paying attention to the consumer.
1: Nobody cares about the
0: consumer. Mm-hmm. Fuck Customer is always a cunt. Yeah. Yep. This job would be great if it were to these fucking customers. That's absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, get invested. Uh, in committing wine. committed to investing in those that lead. They in those they lead will fail. No, if you don't fully commit to your relationship, it's not going to work. Well, Mm -hmm. that's true. And everybody uses that 50-50. A relationship is 50-50. It's not. It's It's 100-100.
1: Well, yes. Okay, and it...
0: Get the fuck out of here. Are going to drink wine?
2: A little bit. I'm a little bit.
0: You're not a wine drinker. You want some ice with that? No. You want
1: more? No, I drink my wine like sake. Like sake. Like like hot
0: sake. Like sake. Sake.
1: I not it. it's a hundred. Okay. Or, or here's another theory, which I actually thought was interesting is it's not 50, 50 and it's not a hundred, a hundred. It varies depending on what's going on. So sometimes you have to accept that you're going to be giving more than your 50%. Right. But you have to expect it in other times when you only have the capacity of less, give less, the partner is going to be giving more. Right. And the problem comes in with a person who's constantly giving more than their 50%, and then it comes time to push it onto the partner and they give less than their. Yeah,
0: everybody's portion. got to step up at some time. you know it, it doesn't really. We've had this conversation before yeah. where um, and I completely agree with this, which is the 50, 50, 100 100. I mean, I, you're still when I say 100 hundred, I'm not saying it, you have to put your all in. you can't put your all into everything all the time, 100% because it just doesn't work that way. You know you're gonna put your all into whatever Unless you're, you're doing one. at the time, so if you're doing your relationship at the time you're putting your all into that relationship um and your all is going to be either it's, it's going to be a number one percent to one hundred percent yeah you know it just depends on the day I'm and what's a perfect going on. example
1: of what happens when you try to give one hundred percent to everything
0: yeah, you burn out real quick
1: do you see my eyes yeah. they are so bad
0: you see you see my elbow you see
1: my <laughs> <laughs> Look at the, look at the bones. <laughs> so much here.
0: Heather <laughs> got a good peek at what what's left of my elbow after being ravaged by psoriasis, and that's healing, by the way. Well, it, I could tell. it was much worse.
1: I could tell that it's healing.
0: Uh, the i I've a known you long word.
1: enough to know that. Uh,
0: real, real real leaders are are accountable. Accountable. They don't blame others. They don't claim credit.
2: I thought the A word was
0: asshole. Yeah, that, well, and, and that's the other thing is, is um, being a complete asshole when it comes to business or relationships. Plick. It's okay to be an asshole in your relationship, meaning selfish not to the other person, but selfish to outside forces mm-hmm. and being an asshole to outside forces. Uh, real leaders are accountable, but they're also assholes. Yes and no. It's what it comes down to. Uh, it's And it's not a maybe. Hey, do you want to go out tonight? Uh, no. I got shit to do tomorrow. And then people will try to... Or these outside forces will try to pull you in the direction one way or the other. And if you continually say no, and then they, they, they turn on you and say, Hey, you're a fucking dick or whatever. Like, I got to take care of this first. Me first, then you guys. If it can't do that, then it's not worth it. Um, but me first.
2: Weren't we supposed to only do 10? Well, there's 14. No, there's 15. Well, who gives a fuck? There could be more than 15. What, are, what
0: are you on a time schedule?
2: Well, yeah, we're going to do another episode.
0: Again, are you on a time schedule? Uh, I do have shit to do in the morning. Are you on a time schedule? A little bit, yeah. Okay, then shut up.
1: It didn't matter what you said. It was going to be shut up. Uh, be yeah,
2: the yeah, yeah. Ring. I like didn't matter. Yeah.
0: I was just waiting for you to fucking, you know, What's cut the to the chase. Uh, it's the culture, stupid. Uh, lesson here is that culture matters. Forget this and all the other efforts with regard to talent initiatives will be dysfunctional, if not altogether lost. Don't allow your culture to evolve by default. Create it by design. The first step in cultural design is to be very, very careful who you let through the front door. People, traits, attitudes, work ethic, or lack thereof, are contagions. Keep the cancer out. Keep the negative out. Bring the positive in. You're not always going to—people are going to try and fucking dupe you. But you it do your held best. And
1: good. Exhale the bullshit.
0: Yeah, uh, you can. Uh, the old saying "talent begets talent" is true, but talent that aligns with culture will produce better results than talent that does not.
1: Is this is this is basically like trying to surround yourself with the good.
0: If you put yourself in a position where you have good people that surrounding you and a culture at your workplace or at your home that's that's free flowing, if you want to call it that, open. Open relate, open communication, not open relationships. Open communication. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Yes, it is. Uh, things like that. Um, your feng shui, if you want to call it it. Feng shui. Uh, y- you're going to foster a much better, a much healthier uh, relationship
2: in those circumstances than anything else. Ooh, and then, then that we got to close this one out with a Friday morning meeting. Ugh. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. God. (laughs) (laughs) Right before the weekend. Yeah. Hey, you need to come into work, but I'm off this weekend. Yeah, you need to come into work. Oh, and you got to dress, but I'm off this weekend. I am literally not scheduled to work. Yeah, but it's mandatory. I am literally not scheduled to work for the next four days. Why do I need to come in for a meeting that I am not even going to be part of the weekend workforce? It
2: tells you to pretty much just sell cars. Why
0: am I here? To learn about your fucking stupid rules and your bullshit payouts for a goddamn weekend that I'm not working. And that
2: goes back to a previous one about, you know, learning to change and, and evolve and, and not. That's the car business. They're stuck. Yeah, they're stuck back in the 1930s mm-hmm.
0: of how to fucking sell cars, which is, you know, show some chutzpah. Here it is. I'm not referring to arrogance or bravado, but real courage. Takes courage to break from the norm, challenge the status quo, seek no opportunities, cut your losses, make the tough decision, listen rather than speak, which is what I'm trying to do. Uh, admit your faults, which is this again, one.
1: This one speaks to me, yeah, um, because I get faulted a lot in my leadership positions for jumping into stuff like that. But um, I've long time uh, uh, got on people about uh, that. Sometimes no decision is worse than a bad decision, right? Like, just make a fucking decision and fucking do it, um, because I think that has a lot to do with that. You have to be able to, like you said, kind of challenge stuff, look for new opportunities, cut your losses. So, like, you're going to lose. You're going to take the L, as the children say these days. All right. You're going to take the L. You might as well just take the fucking L and press on.
2: Do you hate how they'll use, like, abbreviated words... Yes. For words that it's shorter for them just to say the fucking words. Like yep. yes or no? Like be right back. They'll say B, BRB. Dude, we've been B-B. doing that all yeah. the time. We've been doing that since I fucking f- 1995. Well, it's gotten worse. It's always been worse. TTFN. Uh, yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, okay, yeah. but is that a legit point? TTFN. We've been doing that for a long time, like since the 80s. Yeah.
2: How tough are now? TGIF.
0: Yeah, that's why I don't give a shit about whatever the new lingo is, is because we've been doing it since. We've been doing it since. came VIP. Here we go. Very
1: important person.
0: VIP. So start with VIP or the VP, EP.
2: Well, VIP works because you don't have to say very important
0: person. Yeah, or you don't have to say ta-ta for now.
2: Well, that's, I mean, that's Or dumb. throwback either Thursday. way, it's four syllables. So or you-
0: BRB, which actually meant bathroom break. It didn't mean, it never meant be right back. It always stood for bathroom break. <laughs> but it evolved over time. <laughs>
1: I never use BRB as a bathroom break.
0: Yeah, it, that's what it initially meant.
1: GTP, got to take piss.
0: Got to take poo. <laughs> it
1: could be universal.
0: <laughs> we never did that. It was just like, I got to shit. I'll be back. I'll be back. BRB. <laughs> shit. It was actually BRB. Um, got to poop. No, it wasn't got to poop. It was, uh, uh, oh, it was right on the tip of my tongue, too which sounds gross when I'm talking
2: about. I it. I got so tired my of my goodness. old job that I remember when I would come back from my lunch break. My lunch break instead of it being an hour, it would be like an hour 5, hour and 10. So I'd watch almost the entire movie that I was you watching rebel. on Netflix in my car. And um, and then What does this have to do with showing football? Uh, then I would take a restroom break right when I came clock back the in. BRB. And I would be in there just like 45 minutes just playing on my phone cuz I fucking hated being there. You're
1: shitting on company time.
2: I hated being there so bad. I saw badly. a guy in
1: the middle of the road today that I'm pretty sure was going. He had a coffee in his hand and a button-up, crisp shirt, and I'm pretty sure he was going back to shit on company time.
0: Let's go back to what you were talking about, <laughs> uh, shitting on company time. Okay,
1: good. Yes,
0: um, you had uh, you had mentioned something uh, with when the showing some chutzpah. God damn it! I can't remember exactly. Anyways, you were you were mentioning something. Uh, when it when it when it comes to this, and the one thing that you had mentioned was everything uh, that my father felt was wrong with business. And sometimes
1: no decision is worse than a bad decision. Thank you.
0: Which is uh, no, no decision is better. I,
1: I had a past superintendent that heard that a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot.
0: From and me. and this is what my father used to say: um, you can stop making bad decisions because. If you sit down and think about what you're going to do, you can always make the right decision. It doesn't matter. You should always make the right decision. You, you have good and bad, but if you make the right decision, then, then your path is going to be clearly defined. And, and you're right. A no, decision, no decisions are, are worse than making a bad or a good decision. Mm-hmm. But when you look at both of them and you come to the conclusion that neither mm-hmm. one of those are going to work, but you have an alternative, that would be the right decision. The clear path. And you should always make the right decision. So show some chutzpah. Well that's not necessarily showing chutzpah, but it's showing that you can make a, you can you can take information and delineate it and 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 say, hey, I don't think either of these are going to work, but this may work. and, and I'm going to stick with this course. If there's anybody out there that has anything that they want to do to fix, adjust Et cetera, etc cetera, etc cetera, or change my mind you can but with all the facts in this is the right course to take instead of these two and th- that's, that's important when it comes to relationships you have to make the right decisions when it comes to relationships but it doesn't always work out bad things are going to happen bad decisions are going to happen but if you can make more right decisions than wrong decisions you're, it's going to balance out and you're going to be on a, on a better path not everybody's path is going
2: to be easy um I think we should end this on uh, those words of wisdom. Yeah, we should
0: courage is having the strength of conviction to do the right thing when it'll be easier just to do things right. And uh that's kind of how I live my life which is do the right thing. You, if you fuck up, you know, you I'm can't do the right pretty thing. Pretty sure all
1: the there time. was a movie called
0: that. Yeah. Do the right thing? Mhm. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I mean it, it's power. it's it really comes down to it really comes down to that. Um if if anybody can't see that, if any, if you're in a relationship, you can't see, you can't handle what's happening. And, and it doesn't matter whether it's, whether it's a business or a personal relationship or your marriage or whatever else. <clears throat> the most important aspect of any business is communication, and from there, the leadership and yada yada yada. That's all secondary. It doesn't really mean anything. You can't do anything right without having good communication uh, and, and a plan. You have to have a plan. And if you guys are not on the same page with the plan, even after talking everything out, that's when you have to cut your losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. Take I'm, your l out. And uh, it, it may hurt, but you know <laughs> what? In the long run, it's going to be better for you mentally uh, than anything else. Not just you, but both parties to to do what you need to do to either make it work or go away. So that's all I got.
1: Leadership Uh and relationships. There you have it.
0: Boom. Pimping ain't easy. This guy's a leadership advisor for Fortune 500 CEOs. Author of Hacking Leadership and Leadership Matters.
1: I'm going to buy a pimp coat.
0: I don't think (laughs) leadership really matters. Does leadership really matter?
1: I don't. I don't. I I don't put a lot of stock in it, but people seem to think (laughs) I'm a good leader. I don't know why.
2: It's... They, they see wisdom in the grayness. I got it. Yeah, some...
1: Don't take advice from me. You'll end up drunk.
0: Story time. Oh.
1: oh Yay! <laughs> Story time.
0: it will be short. Every place that I've worked at since my hair has gone gray, it doesn't matter if I'm wearing a badge or whatever, people will come up to me and go, do you work here? Yes. Are you a manager? Hmm. No, I'm not, but I can get one for you. Or, no, I'm not, but I'll be one if you want me to. Yeah. Every place that I've worked at in the last eight years, it's the same thing. Are you a manager because of my gray hair? Does that speak of leadership, or does that speak of? I know a hair? lot of
1: stupid people with gray hair.
2: Are you saying I'm stupid?
1: I'm not <laughs> saying you were stupid. I'm not I'm saying, saying you're not. I know a lot of stupid people with gray hair.
2: A, I mean, look at what's the ultimate picture of, of grayness as as a leader? Is God, right? The long flowing. Yeah, but I don't have hair. fucking.
1: Or or I I, I, I don't or, look like
2: David Crosby. It still gives the or idea. Or pagan,
1: though. it's the crone, which is the essence of wisdom.
2: That's been embedded in people's heads. Yeah, but I don't have long now flowing Now you know locks. why I was
1: okay going gray. Because I was tired of people dismissing me because I looked too young. like <laughs> well, I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. So now I'm going to get my gray hair. So now I look like I know what I'm doing. Fuck you.
0: It, well, here's the other thing. Um, customers dismiss workers like the regular worker bees as not being able to answer any questions. Some aren't. And 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 that that disgusts me because the first thing that they do is they go and ask for a manager and they come to me. Oh I huh? need to
1: get hey. that may I speak to your manager haircut.
0: Hey, are you a manager? No. Can I help you with something? No. No, I, I need to talk to a manager. And then they're where's like the manager hey, different? where's where's the garden? Where's where's you know, I'm looking for batteries. Yeah. Like, I you know couldn't know answer that fucking question. You know I, I quit
2: asking at Walmart because every time I did, the person w- w- would respond with a Russian fucking accent and then not know and then go, I don't know, I'd have to find somebody or some shit. Right, but that's not what I'm talking, I'm talking about. I'm talking about in general is that they,
0: they fucking dismiss the regular worker bee employees as not knowing anything yeah. and the managers as knowing everything yeah. and the ones that do all the work. It mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they dismiss everybody except for the managers. Or a supervisor. It's
2: conditioning, man.
0: Yeah. And I find that hilarious. Yeah. Like if, if somebody if somebody started treating me like shit and I said, excuse me, but I'm a manager, they would change their fucking attitude real quick. Yeah. I'm a manager. I just can take care of this. start
1: telling people that then.
0: Yeah. I'm a manager. I, I'll take care of this. I'm just going to stand, you know, say it with the. Oh, chest. you'll take care of this? Yeah. Hold on. Let me go get my manager.
1: <laughs> Hold on. Let me help you. Let me get the second manager for you. Yeah. I'm a manager. Yes, I'm still uh, a manager. I just don't this have... This other guy is more managerial. He's,
0: he's managerial. <laughs> he's
1: got more managerisms.
0: So, he's more managerial than I'll be.
1: All right. Now that you guys are completely asleep.
0: Yes. Let's go. All right. Now, this is informative. We can't have every fucking podcast be like, ha, ha, funny, are funny. Are you still recording? Yes. So, fucking shut no, up. Well, we haven't closed out. You ready to close out? Cocktails out. Fuck off.